Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. On this episode, I'm interviewing a woman who was inspired by a very cold camping trip to invent a solution to keep her dog warm and cozy on future trips. She tells us how she used Kickstarter to fund the first run of production, how she connected with people online to figure out how to even do that, and towards the end of the interview, she shares a really touching story about how her company gives back to the community. Let's dive in. Rachel Bauman's company, Wild River, was inspired by her rescue pup, River. On a backpacking trip in Oregon in 2016, River got so cold during the night that Rachel was afraid that overnight trips in the future could endanger his health. She knew that she had to find him the right gear to keep him warm and safe. Unable to find River outdoor gear that was the same quality as her own gear, she decided to make him his very own sleeping bag. One year later, Rachel launched a Kickstarter campaign to manufacture River's sleeping bag, nicknamed the doggy bag, on a larger scale so that dogs everywhere could be safe and warm on their overnight trips. The Kickstarter was a success, and the doggy bag began shipping to adventure pups all over the world in October of 2018. Rachel hopes to be able to expand her product offerings in the near future to help dogs stay safe and happy on any outdoor adventure. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Tori. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to hear about this. I just am so inspired every time I talk to someone who's like an inventor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess, I guess sort of. You are, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, you know, it's funny because I worked at REI in human gear for a long time. So I don't, you know, a lot of what I put into the doggy bag is just what us humans use. It's just good gear. So I, yeah, I invented it a little around canine needs, but all the stuff was there. So anyone can be an inventor in other words. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so, so that's so interesting that you used to work at REI. Like, so obviously like not just being an outdoor enthusiast, but you actually could see the products that yeah. you didn't want to buy <laughs> um, or things maybe that, that yeah. were too expensive to buy, or you could see all the products basically um, mm-hmm. and sort of like see what went into them. So that's so cool to kind of have that kind of experience. Oh yeah. It was a great experience. I learned a lot. So, um, okay. Before we, before we dive in, if you're just listening to this wild river is spelled W H Y L D. So it's a funky way of spelling wild. So tell us why it is spelled (laughs) like that. I have to give a shout out to a woman in my graduate program who actually came up with the name Erin Kintz. And I was thinking of the name Dow dog because our dogs show us how to live, right? Like, I mean, just to enjoy the moment, not worry about the past or future, but kind Mm -hmm. of enjoy where we're at and who we're around. So I really wanted to embody that in my name. And she's like, don't do that name. That's terrible. Um, (laughs) But the Dow is like the way, so it, I guess the why in wild river is like your dog kind of shows you your why, like this is how 
ideally you want to exist, right? Just appreciate what's around you and, and the time that you have and the people that you're around. I love that. I like to say that I, I try to lead a dog inspired life. So it's very similar, just like living in the moment and being excited no matter where you're headed. Cause, uh, you never know. And it's easier said than done. <laughs> it is easier said than they done. They make it look so easy. Well, the other the other kind of not as inspiring way that <laughs> that I try to lead a dog inspired life is whenever I see my dog burnt drinking water, I try to also drink water. <laughs> Because he drinks so much. So it actually can impact all sorts of different parts of your life. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) My new agenda is going to be just scheduled around squirrels and water now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like when your dog chases a squirrel, you should also take a lap. (laughs) There we go. I love it. That's a new workout. We're going to start a new business together, workouts for dog moms. I love it. And we have all these amazing dog mompreneurs listening. So between all of us, we can do it. Feel free to use that. (laughs) Just gold mine right there. (laughs) So, okay. So obviously people in the pet industry are really awesome. What do you love about working in the, in the pet industry and the animal lover kind of space? So I think you and I were talking about long haul trekkers on Mm -hmm. Instagram and I think I was rather new to Instagram when I began Wild River and I was like, Hey, here's this thing I made. And there were a couple accounts that kind of came along. Milo Leshevsky and Adventure Pup Leilani were some of the first people that I met on Instagram and we went hiking and I met their dogs and they were so excited about the product and what we were doing. And I mean, I don't know if Wild River would exist today without that community and it's just grown and been so supportive. So, um, you know, it's really unique. Dog lovers are a special breed (laughs) and I think like it's just, um, but especially on Instagram, it's just been such a warm community. And I know social media sometimes like, I mean, you get your trolls, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but like the real people on there, there's like real people that really care and, um, really love their dogs. And it's been an eye opening experience to me to like kind of find my pack through this process. Yeah. What I think is so interesting that you mentioned is that you met up in person with some of these Instagram accounts early on. And I think that that's something that not a lot of people think of doing, but that's such a great, such a great tip because, you know, I think the success in your business is really about like that personal connection. People love to know the story, love to know who you are as a person and who your dog is as a person. (laughs) But so meeting, (laughs) meeting up in like real life, you know, that's, that's something that I think is, is rare, but totally worthwhile. Like just shoot someone a DM and see if they want to go for a dog walk or something. Yeah. I mean, I'm in, well, technically in Vancouver, Washington, but right across the river from Portland, Oregon. So let's go hike. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. And I'm always so jealous. Well, not jealous. I shouldn't say jealous because that's a negative thing, but I'm always so excited when I see other people meeting up with other Instagram yes. dogs and doing things together. Cause I just think it's so cool. It's an amazing community. Tell us a little bit about your Kickstarter campaign. So it sounds, you know, from your bio, it kind of sounds like Kickstarter is what made it possible to produce the doggy bag. So that's really amazing. But from what I've heard and I've talked to other people and interviewed other people who've done Kickstarter, it's no joke. It's like a lot of work. So (laughs) do you have any advice or any like horror stories about, about doing it? 
Um, I think it's amazing because people really come out on Kickstarter to support you. And like you said, I wouldn't have funded my production without it, but yeah, I would definitely, I think I spent, um, about one and a half months. I started reaching out and doing PR about three or four months before the Kickstarter. Um, I had some pre-sales on the website before I even decided to use the Kickstarter platform. Okay. So wait a second. When you're reaching out and doing PR like four months in advance, is that reaching out to Instagrammers or is that like do you email the New York times? Like, what do you do? (laughs) Email everyone. (laughs) Be like, I'm doing this thing. And like, you never know, like someone could be interested in this thing that you're doing. Um, there's a lot of advice online that I looked at, but that in itself is a full-time job. Just like I crashed my mail app thing, like so many times per day, um, because there were just so many emails going out. So, um, that was huge. And then, yeah, the Kickstarter, platform itself. It's just, it's really clunky to use. And like, there's all these larger companies on Kickstarter now, especially in product that just have so many funds. Like I got contacted by a marketing agency and they're like, we start off at $30,000. I'm like, I have literally no money. That's why I'm on Kickstarter. Right. So I can make this product, but there are people out there with that kind of money and like a team behind them. So, you know, just, everyone like wants to root for David against Goliath. So like definitely get out there, but just like put a couple months aside. That's like Kickstarter oriented. And, right. And do I've, I've actually noticed that like some bigger brands doing Kickstarter campaigns. And I was like, why are they doing this? I know that they have the capital. And my brother-in-law said that it's just like a mark, another marketing tool for them. Cause you can get so much buzz out of it. So it's very interesting how people, I mean, I think that's a creative use of Kickstarter on the, for them, you know, kudos to them for being, you know, thinking outside the box, but it does kind of make it harder for the little guys who are using it for its intended purpose. That's totally true. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm on Instagram, uh, wild underscore river. So if you ever have any questions about Kickstarter, I'm more than happy to share my experience and try to help you out. Cause it's a great platform, but it's, it's tough. It's not, it's not easy. Be prepared for a wild ride. <laughs> Literally, no pun intended. Why? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> is is there like um like one piece of advice you would give someone? Is just like email a million people or have an amazing video or have great rewards for people? Like what what is is there one thing that you think uh, is the key to success? I, I think the video is essential. I was lucky. There's a gentleman named Tyler Hansen out here. He does um, a company called Tree Fort. And he did my video, which I think was essential, you know, just getting the story and that visual description across like really quickly, I think is really important. And like anything in business, and you probably know this even from running your own business, it does require like some upfront costs. So, you know, just be prepared, like people want to know too, that they're going to get their thing, like whatever it is. So, um, you know, really look at your costs, make sure everything's covered so that you don't, you know, so that people can trust you and that you actually deliver on your promises. So right. I got some points. Yeah. yeah. People really want the stuff that, that they're backing yeah, on there. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So tell us a little bit about like actually designing and manufacturing the doggy bag because like creating products 
out of thin air is something that just like boggles my mind so much. And I, I don't even know where you would start. So how did you do this? That's a, that's a great point. And I think it is really hard. It's, it's interesting because it's almost one of the barriers to entry is no one really knows how do I get started in this? And I was lucky because I was in a graduate program through the university of Oregon here in Portland that was focused on sports product management, but they also had an aspect where we developed a product as a group. So part of the reason I actually did the doggy bag was just to kind of test this product development cycle and what that looked like. And then it ended up becoming something else because I got other people involved and they're like, this is cool. I want one. I was like, Oh no, what did I, what did I do here? Um, (laughs) so I did, I was lucky enough to actually have, you know, coaching this and helping me to find those connections. I went to outdoor retailer in Denver, Colorado, which is where I found my manufacturing partner. Who's been fantastic Ivy fashion. And yeah, it's, it's tough though, to get your foot in the door. I do have friends that have gone on Alibaba mm-hmm. and just reached out and there are, I would use caution in using Alibaba, but you can reach out to suppliers. I would look for a legitimate website outside of Alibaba and try to contact them outside of that platform because I've also had some missteps with Alibaba. Mm -hmm. So, but it's not easy. You can find like conferences to go to sometimes in your area. Like if you're looking for specific materials or people to make things, but I'm a big believer too in like, just ask like whatever it is you need, like put it out there in the universe. There's startup platforms, there's manufacturing platforms. Like we have the internet, like put it out there, be like, I want to make this thing. And don't be afraid to say it. Like, I think people are like, Oh, someone's going to steal my idea or, you know, I don't want to put it out there. And, and I think that holds a lot of people back. So just like, tell us, tell us what you're building and and let us help you. Cause there's some really cool products out there and cool ones yet to be seen. Yeah. I think that's great advice. And I think that, you know, people are are worried about others stealing their ideas, but they they can steal your idea. It doesn't really matter if they're not going to execute it. Like that's the hard part. Um, like actually getting something done and made and finished. That's the, that's the hard work that you're going to put into it. So no one's going to steal your idea and then go do like a million hours worth of work to make it. That's on you. Right. And if they are, then go patent that because, <laughs> um, it's worth it. I mean, it's worth the 5,000 to $10,000 or whatever it costs to patent something, but right. my product, it's not patentable, which, you know, so it, Amazon could do a knockoff. I mean, that's uh-huh. totally a potential, but the idea behind wild river is to keep coming out with innovative solutions to the problems that people are having with their pets and really spark a conversation too. Like, I think a big problem is a lot of the brands just put stuff out there and they don't listen to what actual pet parents need in their day-to-day lives. So, you know, I think if you have an idea really, you know, it's about you and, you know, your brand that you make like Tori Mystic and mm-hmm. Wear Wag Repeat, you know, I mean, that is a unique individual brand. Someone can do another podcast doing the same thing, but they're not you and they don't have your brilliant ideas. So thank you. Put it out there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, and also I think another, um, resource for people just to, to dive into things is Facebook groups. I have found a group for just about every small, tiny, minute niche that you can possibly think of. You know, I was thinking about creating like 
like lotion, hand lotion and things like that to sell in my store that was like just for dog moms. And I found a Facebook group that was all about how to source white label <laughs> cosmetic products. And there's like thousands of people in this group. Oh, there, wow. There's a Facebook group for literally anything you could imagine. So just go on Facebook and start searching. <laughs> yeah. And just, I think you're right. Just like reach out to people and, and ask people questions. That's been one of the greatest things about doing this show is I just get to email a bunch of people and then ask them questions for half an hour. It's really fun. That's pretty cool. I like what you do. Thank you. It's pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to interrupt the interview, but I would love to see what you're doing while you catch up with the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player or snap a selfie with your earbuds in. Bonus points if it's on a dog walk and share it to your Instagram stories tagging me at tmystic. I'll keep an eye out for mentions and I would love to give you a shout out from my own account. Okay, now back to the episode. So, okay, so one of the things that um, is is kind of common in a lot of different pet businesses is working with rescues and nonprofits. Yeah. So that's something that you do at Wild River. So tell us a little bit about how you sort of give back to that community. Yeah. So we have a couple, we work with a lot of nonprofits here, just showing up at events and things like that. But our big thing is to have every dollar that you spend mean selling more than just a cool product because you know, there, there's tons of cool products out there, but I think these days it's like, when I buy something, I want to know it means more than just me buying something like I'm making a difference. What we want to do is make each product have its own kind of donation built into the actual price. It's funny. Cause when I went to investors, they're like, this is a terrible idea. Get rid of that. You know, like, <laughs> um, it's not something that like businesses like to do. So a lot of times you'll see, like they'll do a percentage of profits. That's not what we do. It's, it's actually a percentage that's built into the price. And, um, our doggy bag is for every 10 sold, one goes to Portland Animal Welfare Team, which helps people and their pets that are struggling with poverty or homelessness, veterinary care, food, and supplies. We just donated, we gave them a check, which is the monetary equivalent. And then we gave them three doggy bags that raised some money at auction. And then one went to a man and his dog that were sleeping on the street, unfortunately, to help keep his pet warm at night and also you know, to keep them together. Right. There's a huge bond there that's sure. um, hard because it gets broken a lot of times through that difficult time. So it just means a lot to me personally to be able to do some of that. And, and that's one of the reasons building that from the start and never wavering from that, I think is super important. So if you're building your business and that's something that you want to do, just make sure that people that tell you no are not good people that maybe to have in your business. Um, because if it's important to you, like just put that out there and and stick with it because I think other people see that too. Yeah. And I think that's really awesome that you actually give product because you know, you designed this for a reason and it's a very, although it's a very cool and attractive product, it's very utilitarian and it it exists to keep your dogs safe and warm in the cold. So I think, you know, putting it to, to really good use with, with someone who could really use it, that's just so cool. And something like, I don't think you get that kind of reward when it, you know, money, money does go far, but like seeing the actual product being used, that's just like a whole different thing. 
That is huge. I mean, that keeps me going every day is, and it, I mean, it doesn't have to be someone that's down on their luck, right. even though that, I mean, I, I was at my part-time job at the time and I was like kind of tearing up and I had this photo and, you know, anyways, it, it totally brought tears to my eyes to be a part of that. But, you know, there's also just on Instagram, just seeing everyone's pups enjoying their doggy bags. I mean, that's what gets me through the nitty gritty of every day. So yeah, I mean, huge. people can go on more adventures and they can do more things with their dog thanks to your product. So like, that's really awesome. It's been a lot of fun. (laughs) Do you have any apps or tools or websites or anything that really help you run your business and make all this happen? It's really funny you ask that because I just had a meeting with two of my friends that have been helping me and I think they were really scared by my lack of organization. Um, (laughs) So... (laughs) They were like, this is really bad. So it's a work in progress. <laughs> I'm one of those people that tends to like leap before really looking all the way, which I think can be good in business. Cause like, if you think too much, you don't start. So, I mean, that's, you know, but at the same time, now that it's gotten started, it's, it's definitely something I'm looking at, but I use like basics. I mean, if it's not on my calendar on my phone, it doesn't get done. You know, my notes app, my phone goes everywhere. So if it's on my phone, that's pretty much, I try to keep it to like three apps. I'm like mail, calendar notes. If it's in one of those places, it's probably going to get done. Like yeah, good percentage (laughs) chance, you know, reminders on your alarm and all that good stuff. But it's something I'm working on now that Wild River is kind of in a growth stage is kind of developing some more processes. So do you have any, um, plans that you want to share with us about what you're working on for the future? So we've had some requests for down actually. So we're kind of like working on a product that'll utilize, uh, down and be super light and compact. And then we're working on some other gear for getting dogs outdoors with you and making them safe, healthy, and loved, which is kind of our mission. But I'm always open to hearing suggestions. One of the ideas is like, you know, if we hear enough of, um, you know, oh, I hate all the dog booties out there or, mm-hmm. oh man, I could really use a harness for my dog because they had an amputation and none of the harnesses work. You know, I think if we start hearing things enough, what, what I'd like to see with Wild River is it really becomes one of those collaborative efforts where these people want to see a certain product, like let's get together and, and really make this product come to life. So it's not just one person being like, you know, I think, I think you need another type of, I don't know, uh, leash, you know, or something and it, which is great. And there are always innovations in those things, but you know, I think there's other areas too, where people have ideas and people want things. And so we want to be kind of like, a way to get those out into the universe. Yeah. Well, and what I think something that's just, I've been thinking about is that, you know, you wanted to create something that would help people with adventure dogs go camping and do that kind of stuff. I interviewed a while ago, um, someone who lives here in Pittsburgh, uh, two entrepreneurs who started Spruce Pup and they also wanted to invent a product that could help dogs go on more adventures and camp and, and travel alongside you. But you guys invented like totally different things. Like you've got the, the doggy bag, like sleeping bag. They've got this like zip up dog bed, like 
like they're two totally different things that don't compete at all but like it's just so neat like there's so many ideas and everyone should just do their things because we need more of all of these awesome products and and shout out to them by the way because i think they did indiegogo and Mm -hmm. i will have to say i use their indiegogo for some inspiration for my kickstarter so thank you (laughs) if you're listening because yeah that's an amazing product and and what a cool kind of brand that they've built up so i think you know the pet industry is so like old and in this old school way of thinking, like we all have to compete with one another and that doesn't help anyone. But I think we can, we can change the pet industry and make it more collaborative. Yeah, I think so too. Going and it's just like going into big box stores, like, um, pet smart or Petco. <laughs> um, not that there's anything wrong with those, but going in there, I just always am like, blah because like every nothing is like innovative or imaginative or like the toys are not pretty (laughs) so like I want things that kind of like look good with my decor in my living room because they're gonna be lying around there for like months and years and so I just think like all the people I've been able to interview everyone's just doing such cool innovative stuff and I can't wait for the whole big box industry to kind of start picking up all these products so that we actually have cool stuff to buy yeah Yeah. especially women in in the pet industry it seems to be Go women. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. Girl power. <laughs> change it. <laughs> I love it. So before we have to go, um, we have to hear a little bit about River and um, just tell us about him. Um, so River, I was working at REI and I went to lunch and there was a group of rescue pups outside of Whole Foods. Props to Whole Foods for doing that. Um, and River gave me a hug and pretty much chose me. I was like maybe considering getting a cat in my apartment. Um, and he was just like, Nope, you're my human. Like, um, he'd never walked on a leash. He always like sat and pulled on a leash. And like the first day I went to pick him up and put the leash on him and he's like, okay, he's like prancing out the door, like ready to, so he was just like, he chose me all the way. And so, and you know, he was six months old when I got him. So it was a total learning curve, but you know, he's my best friend and we do everything together. And, um, you know, I wanted to take him on all of my adventures. So that's kind of how wild river was born. And he still oversees a lot of it. He's more of a model than he'd like to be. Um, <laughs> he's not very good at it. Like, uh, we went on a hike with like, uh, a, uh my whiskey girl and, and whiskey is like so good at posing and stuff. And river's just over there. Like I do like, I'm going to go chase a squirrel, like take a picture of my butt. Like, he's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so yeah. If anyone wants to be the new wild river model, I'm just, <laughs> taking applications. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm over this. Put away the phone. He now like gets really upset. The laptop or phone comes out. He's like, Oh man, it's over. All work and no play. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing about starting a business. Like I will say, I thought I would get outside more and adventure more, but as you probably know, it's like, I mean, it's a 24 seven. Yeah. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. I definitely want to encourage everyone to like pursue their dreams, but do, you know, keep in mind too, that this is like, it's constant and it's, it's tough. So reach out if you ever need like a virtual hug or 
you know, a real hug or a beer if you're in the area. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. At a dog-friendly brewery, of course. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, Rachel, tell us where everyone can find you online so they can get a hug from you. <laughs> exactly. So it's W-H-Y-L-D, uh, wild, river, R-I-V-E-R, dot com. And we are on Instagram, which is W-H-Y-L-D, whatever the lower dash underscore. underscore. <laughs> Do you know I your own Instagram handle? And it, work. it was like, no. <laughs> so yeah, most of the time, if you just search wild, we actually kind of pop up because there's not a whole lot of, uh, thank you to Aaron because luckily with that name, there's not a whole lot else that pops up. And, yeah. That's a huge perk uh, of having like a semi made up word. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. So yeah, come find us. Awesome. Chat. Cool. Well, thank you so much for um, chatting with me today. Thank you, Tori. This is awesome. It was fun getting to know you. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park. <laughs>